I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, a lot of chatter today about the fourth congressional debate uh, happening up at the University of Utah tonight. You can listen to that live on KSL News Radio at 6 p.m. But we're going to shift gears. We're going to move all the way to Friday, and uh, we're going to talk about the second congressional district debate that will be held down at Southern Utah University. I get to play moderator for that one. Uh, it's going to be a, a great conversation, and uh, we're really pleased to have uh, back on the program Democrat challenger Nick Mitchell, uh, who will be on that stage on Friday night at Southern Utah University. We're excited to welcome him back to the show for an update on the campaign, how he's preparing for the big debate. Uh, Nick, thanks for jumping on with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So give us a little update from the campaign trail. Uh, you've been uh, cranking at this, uh, coming down the home stretch. We're 27 days away. I know that's probably news to you that we're only 27 days out. Uh, but what have you been hearing as you've been traveling what I think has to be one of the largest congressional districts in the country from the top of the state down to the bottom? Uh, what have you been hearing out there? You know, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff. You know, people are excited about what I bring to the table. They're excited that, you know, I'm a kind of a breath breath of fresh air you might say um and you know they're, they're excited and i think that's really important is that people know that i'm here for them and that i listen and that's something that they really really enjoy is that i actually listen to what they have to say and i take it into consideration and you know uh if it makes sense and there's some some studies or some data and facts to back up what you're saying i have no problem admitting that you know hey that's a, that's a fantastic point. That's something I got to add. And so, you know, that's what people really like. Yeah. And so as you've been doing that listening and engaging in that kind of conversation, uh, what has surprised you out there on the campaign trail in terms of what you've been hearing from voters? Oh, you know, um, I guess what's uh, been the most surprising thing to me is just the amount of people who are honestly just ready for change and ready to get this country back together and moving forward. And that's the main concern that I hear is this, this, this extreme partisanship that is happening and how politicians don't really understand the issues that are affecting everyday Americans. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. 
Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah. And, and it, so, I, I know, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I know your philosophy has, has been really straightforward, kind of follow the data. Uh, tell me yeah. just a little bit more about that and kind of your approach to problem solving uh, based on data, based on that kind of pragmatism. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I'm a scientist and an inventor. And so when it comes down to science, you know, we make educated guesses on the best data available. And that's the same approach that I take. It's just looking at every scrap of data that I can find and then making just an educated guess on what could fix that issue. And if I happen to be wrong, then going back and reevaluating. I think that's a big part of it is just reevaluating what, what I said, what could possibly be wrong, and then fixing it and saying, you know what, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And then owning it and then just moving on to get past it. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and so as you as you look at that, I think that's so important because often what we find in Congress is uh, a lot of activity on the front end. Uh, usually, when decisions are being made about spending on on whatever the program is, you can uh, whether it's education or military or healthcare or whatever, uh, we're always good at the front end of saying, okay, we need to spend all this money or we need to do this particular program. Uh, but to your point, Nick, we don't we're really bad at going to the back end and evaluating what were the results. And and how do we change that? Uh, what do we need to modify or adjust? Uh, how would you convince your your colleagues in Congress uh, to make sure that we're as a, as a focused on the back end results and making adjustments as we are on the front end, deciding how much we're going to spend? Yeah, you know, it's just I guess getting everyone into the same kind of mindset of you know what? Yeah, this may look good on the front end, but we definitely need to go back and reevaluate what's happening. Like. That's something that needs to happen is follow through, follow up, you know. Um, and it, it's more of a cultural thing, I believe, especially when it comes to politicians that, you know, they think they're right because they work so hard on this bill. And, you know, it may not be the right solution. It may look like it, but it may not be. And that's something I've kind of figured out, you know, with, uh, you know, inventing things is that, you know, I might have this idea. And then when it comes to practical application, it may not work out. And so I need to go back and reevaluate and see where I can improve. Yeah, I think that's And an... so, you know, that's why I think we need more scientists in politics, personally. Um, <laughs> is that, that kind of rigid flexibility, yeah. I guess you might call it. Oh, I like that. Rigid flexibility that actually gets us to the data. I think that's, a, I think that's definitely a good thing. I'm going to ask you one final question, uh, Nick, before I let you go today. And uh, it's a question I ask every politician at every level in the middle of a campaign because campaigns are hard. They're exhausting. They're grueling. Uh, and uh, everyone expects to win, and not everyone does win. And so the question is not about winning or losing, but the question is, what would make all of this effort that you've been going through on the campaign trail, what would make it worth it, even if you get to November 8th and you don't win? You know, just the fact that I, I stood up and said, you, everyone, you have an option. 
you have an option. And whatever you vote, vote your conscience, but get out and vote. And if I end up losing, you know, all that matters to me really is that uh, my son's proud of me. Mm-hmm. That That's what's important. And that's, you know, when I look back on this and he'll look back on this and he'll say, Dad, I'm proud of you. That That's what's important to me. I love that. That is awesome. Nicholas Nick Mitchell is running to represent the people of Utah's 2nd Congressional District. Uh, He will follow the data. Uh, He's going to be listening uh, and making those adjustments. Uh, I I like that uh, rigid flexibility. I think that's going to be the new term of the day. Uh, Nick, thanks for sharing that with us. We look forward to seeing you down at Southern Utah University. You can listen to that live here on KSL News Radio Friday, 6 p.m. as we get to the 2nd Congressional District uh, debate down there. And uh, Nick, thanks again for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, we'll step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, some final thoughts here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Stick around. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to. Give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.